Welcome to the Handcuffs and Sawdust Podcast, the show about life on the street as a beat cop and life in the shop as a woodworker. They pull no punches and tell it like it is, so buckle in and get ready. Now, here are your hosts from Marazzo Woodworking, Mike Marazzo, and from Full House Woodworking, Brandon Silvera. There's a strange guy on the screen. I don't know who he is. He's playing with headphones. He's putting him on. I don't know who this guy is. He looks slightly familiar. Oh, I can't hear a thing he's saying. So hold on. Try now. Stranger danger. Wow, that is really loud. Pot that sucker down. <laughs> well, I was, I was right up on it. Hold on. Where are we at? That gate's pretty far down. Okay, okay. how's this? It's fantastic! Jesus. Jesus, fuck. It's been so long since we recorded, we basically forgot how to use equipment. What is this? What is this? I'm, oh, now I'm going to record us. Oh, shit. Wrong fucking thing. God damn it. <laughs> What'd you do? I had minimized it. Oh, okay. It's still really loud. I I, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I'll tell you this. that I missed you. Hold on. Is it getting better or worse? Oh, worse. Okay. <laughs> it's all the way down. All right, cool. Ready? Hold on. Here we go. Oh. We're going right into it. Okay. Yeah, we're going to rip off the band-aid and go right in. Just back teen. Back teen. Yeah, that's, right. that'll Just work. Right back teen. Um, nope. <laughs> we can redo that when we're done talking about personal Who stuff. Cares? Who cares? Oh, I'm dropping food. I'm so fucking hungry. It's okay. I just had a cookie. That was my breakfast. I got up at 6.30 with this grand plan, right? Eat. Poop. Make phone calls, get down here, finish this so I can fucking ship it out, um, take measurements of the drawers for this unit I'm building. I started laundry, washed dishes, and then started, um, I was texting with John Erickson, because he's the one that's finishing our project, and he needs a mirror or acrylic that looks like a mirror that he can etch the Cheers logo on, you know. So he sends me a text from Home Depot. He's like, all right, this is the one. I'm like, all right, I'll order it and send it. So that way I'm paying for stuff. He's like, okay. So I go, I follow the link, have it shipped to his house. I screenshot it, send him the screenshot so he knows the order number and everything. And then he goes... My address is 124, not 125. I'm like, fuck. Get on so the- go across the street and get it. <laughs> get on the phone Home Depot. That only took an hour. You know, well, on the phone for like several minutes, then they text you or they ask, push a button for the text option, and then someone will are text you, you. Are you sure you want to talk to us? Like, 
usually everyone texts. Right. So I'm like, okay. I push text. At the same time, Kim's in New Orleans with Hunter. They went down on Thursday. She's got a work conference that starts tomorrow, so they went down to vacation in New Orleans for the weekend. I hadn't talked to her yet. She's texting me. I got another buddy texting me. I'm texting with Home Depot. I got a friend that needs to talk to me about the baseball. All this shit's happening all at the same time. It took an hour for them, for the Home Depot people to um, fix it by a text. It was very nice. Some guy named Logan is my favorite Wolverine. He fixed my... It's it's just a good name. It is. So he fixed all that, and then I'm I'm like, damn, I'm I'm hungry before I call Brandon. I got to eat something. Oh, and then I get a text from Drew, who's now working with us part-time, which is great. But he's like, um, hey, I got a call from one of my guys, CFD. One of our guys was involved in a crash in our town, a squad. I'm like, what? I go, I'm off today. They're like, oh, shit, that's right. So now I don't know what's going on with that. One of our guys got in a crash, maybe. I don't know. That's yeah, right probably just a fender bender. Let's hope. So you know how those young people like to drive all crazy with their balls on fire or tits if it's a woman. Well, there's there's only there's two types of drivers among new officers. It's the ones like that that are balls to the wall or tits to the wall. And then there's the ones that are driving Miss Daisy. Guess which one I have? Driving Miss Daisy. And then when I tell him, you know, I'm not Miss Daisy, you know. Over and his then, head. He has no idea. No, he, he understands what I mean by it. And then, like, he stomps the gas pedal, screams America, and has no clue where the fuck he's going. <laughs> where are we going? I don't know, but we're getting there fast. <laughs> I had who's the guy who's our deputy chief now. We were on the street together for a long time. And uh, I, when we used to rotate, right, every 28 days we would rotate backwards when we were doing eight-hour shifts. So we went from days to midnights. And I think it was the first night that we were on midnights, and he's just on patrol on one of our main highways. And I'm like, Bang! I fly right by him. He's like, he gets on the sideband, because at that time we had sidebands, and we could talk to each other. He goes, where the fuck are you going? I'm like, Nowhere, man. There's no traffic out here. I'm going to drive like like I just stole it. He's like, okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to set the high score. <laughs> yeah. I can do this because I'm me, and I there was no one following me. That was the great thing about midnights when you'd get a like a hot call across the city. you just jump on the freeway and go, all right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> do I need lane change sing single? No. Good luck, everybody. So Morgan's just texting me if she's going to be ordering breakfast. She's like, do you want anything? No. I'm going to overeat. But uh, so how people would ask me. Wish people would ask me if I wanted something for breakfast. Who's in your house? Everybody. Everybody. Fucking everybody. Everybody's there. No one's asking you if yeah. you want anything. Nope. Did summer break start yet? No. They still have a, like a couple more weeks. Okay. Then what happens? Uh, Nothing. Now they're just home. <laughs> Doesn't affect you at all. No. Okay. I got a. I got a banner. I know. See, one of my questions on my phone is, did you get a couple things? So, what else yes. did you get? Anything else? There's a hat in there too. Oh, good. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Just to put it that. on. Okay. Yeah, I asked her <laughs> to send that stuff when we were still at WorkbenchCon. I'm like, 
you know, Brandon's got this big wall behind him when we record, and it would look really nice if there was a big banner on it. She's like, all right, <laughs> done. <laughs> I didn't realize how big it was. I was saying this thing, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it's huge. Is it, it going to be all in the frame? <laughs> it looks really good there. Uh, it, I, I was very happy with where it's at. Yeah, I can't, so. you know, mine is on the wall above the CNC, so. How's your Instagram stuff been? I haven't been on there, and, well, I just messaged you on there the other day, but I have no idea what's going on. It's been uh, More or less, like, a year ago, I kind of gave up on growing it. I'm pretty sure I'm never going to hit 2,000. You will. And uh, I'll just, it's, I'm, like, I'm not on Instagram to do that stuff. I right. needed a place to show stuff off, and I like the community. I like consuming the content. So if I grow it, cool. If I don't, Exactly. Eh. So... All kinds of I stuff popping up on my Skype now for some reason. Hi, this is Bing. How can I help you today? Fuck off, your Bing. An- your antivirus software has expired. Would you like to renew? Click here. Which reminds me, I've got some. You said you have some big announcements. Um, yeah, but that's got to wait for the main show because. That's a. F- I, yeah. I want. I want honest reaction from you. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I thought I'd get all my personal stuff out of the way on this show. And then, you know, main show, just cop stuff and woodworking. Yeah. yeah. So I have a few things. Oh, I, I wasn't I wasn't done. We're going to go personal stuff. We, yeah. we talk about this this uh, Little League season from hell. <laughs> I laugh because I've been part of it. So not uh, yours, but, you know, my uh, own Little League we, from hell. We have uh, not won a game. Oh. We're, I think we've tied once. And that okay. was the second game of the year. And only three times this season have we not been ten run. Oh no! Is that like after three, it's over or something? Or it's, what do they say? Uh, four. So, so our rule is fifteen after three, ten after four. Okay, ten after four, fifteen after three. Hope we didn't get to that point yet. Yeah, we've been there. Okay. Let me know when you strike out one of your players and you celebrate and then make them cry because then we'll be on even turf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on the plus side, though, my kid is getting better because I'm I actually coach him. <laughs> I more or less am like the de facto coach at practice for okay. his team. It's me and one other guy while the 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 manager just stands in the outfield. And, just... and does nothing. Well, he, he criticizes when a kid does something incorrectly. Yet does not show him how to do it correctly. No, right. no. I know those guys. It was my he'll, he'll job say, to weed him out as the commissioner. He'll say things like, um, hey, no rainbows, no rainbow throws. For people like, that dude, don't they're... know what a rainbow throw is, you don't throw it and colors come out of it. You just throw it really yeah. high arching when you're eight. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, the LGBTQ plus divided sign equals would be very happy with that kind of ball. So, it, yeah, it's just <sighs> – it's been rough. <laughs> I feel bad for my kid. Uh, I'm not so, laughing yeah. at you, buddy. I'm laughing we actually with have a, a call right about the time we get off of here with um, there's a guy that he puts out a bunch of videos on like TikTok and Instagram. It's a DR hitting. We actually have a call with him where uh, to get my son some one on one hitting lessons because he needs to hear it from somebody other than me for a change. <laughs> sure. Does this guy do adults? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, hitting instructing, not doing adults. <laughs> doing adults, I certainly hope so. <laughs> Hopefully, he's not a pedo. 
that would that would suck. Uh, no, I think he does. I've seen him work with like older, like high school age, college age kids. So I'm sure if you give him money, he'll do it. My screen is jumping, and I had a problem accessing some websites before. Not porn, just regular websites before we got on. And I'm wondering. It's probably because of the porn. But it wasn't porn, <laughs> so I'm telling you. I know you weren't accessing porn this time, but the porn that you had accessed previously. Oh, never on this computer. computer. No, this is just strictly. <laughs> this one is clean. This is clean computer. <laughs> I use my phone. All right. <laughs> I don't need a computer. I got it one. Much... That's why I got the big screen. It's right here. Yeah. It's a huge phone. So I'm sorry about your baseball team. Huge. Speaking of shitty baseball teams, your kids might be playing better than the White Sox. Uh, they're definitely playing better than the Giants. So, well, half the White Sox are out with injuries still. Again, I don't know what the, who their trainer is, but he should be fired because every year people are missing. It's okay. The big offseason acquisition for the Giants hasn't played a game yet. Who was it? Mitch Haniger. Hmm. Haniger. <laughs> Not Aaron Judge. Not Arson Judge. Right. Not Carlos Correa. Right. Mitch Hanager. Our our big acquisition was Ben Attendi. I don't know. He's he's playing okay. Oh, and, and I saw you picked up uh, Piscotti and the wife beater uh, who spits on children, um, Clevenger. Who's we we did what Piscotti? Yeah, Stephen Piscotti. When did this happen? I don't know, like a couple days ago. I'm not even watching the news. It's been so crazy over here. It popped up on Google. Oh. I was Googling something, and it was like, former Giants outfielder signs with White Sox. Like, Who the hell? Because like we it, like, need another outfielder? Steven Piscotti. I'm like, he was, an, he was a Giant for spring training, and that's it. Well, if that was his last spring training team, he was a Giant. Hashtag forever Giant. Right. There's a, there's a thing that the Giants social media does for like guys that have been there for a while or like contributed, yeah. and they do hashtag forever Giant. And they did it for somebody who was there for like, I think it was Cody Ross. Like he was a midseason acquisition okay. for one of the World Series teams. Like, yeah, forever giant. I'm like, dude, no, we have to have some sort of standard. Like, you got to be there for a minute. If he won a ring, he's a forever giant. I mean, did he contribute he, to the victory? He took Roy Halladay deep twice. Oh, there you go, forever giant. <laughs> I know. That's, so, anytime anybody does anything good, hashtag forever giant. Okay. That's so, funny. that's that's that thing. Keep talking. I'm gonna have a Ritz. Okay, you eat your crackers. We, uh, Annie and I, uh, played hooky, and we went to a opening weekend game where they played the Royals, the Royals with cheese, and they blew a five to one lead. You sure you weren't at a White Sox game? Because Gabe Kapler does not know how to manage a bullpen. He goes, computer says I'm supposed to do this today, and that's what he does regardless of what actually happens in the game. I was so happy you sent me a picture that you were actually at a game because you told me you've never been to an opening day. Yes, I've never been to an opening day. And then the next day you were at a game. I know. I so think my wife... Opening weekend. I think my wife saw me send that text message because <laughs> then she called me later on that day at work. She's like, hey, um, so the kids are with your mom this weekend? And I found, I found Giants tickets for like 50 bucks each. Wow, that is California. Like, which is cheap for the lower oh, level. Oh, yeah, you were lower level. Yeah, third base side, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So we were right next to the left fielder. So, I mean, usually those tickets are like 80 to 100 bucks. Okay. So. Well, it looks like you and the other 12 people that were there really enjoyed the game. Well, that picture was taken like significantly before first pitch. That could have been mid-game for the White Sox. It'd still be the same crowd. Yeah. This is when, you know, there was still hope. Right. Now it's we're, and, we're and 20 then, games in and the season's over. And then like midway through it, everyone was like, oh, that's right. We didn't do shit in the offseason. Except lose Carlos Rondon. Right. We're not going to be very good, are we? Take some Who? pleasure. He's not pitching, right? Didn't he get injured? His arm hurts or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so his, just be happy he's not with you. He's, he's got a case of vaginitis. Yeah. That does make me happy. And then the things that Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa are doing makes me unhappy. Yeah, Correa, they, he couldn't decide which team was going to twist the rules for him to play on this year with all the... He's injured. He's not injured. He's with the Mets. He's with. He's over here. He's he's back with Minnesota. Like I I get the trepidation in offering somebody a long term deal, but the dude has never had an issue with the ankle since the injury. Yeah, I wonder what the Mets are thinking right now because Korea, you know, playing well. So they're like, we had him. I I wonder what the Giants Hashtag are thinking. Hashtag forever because, Mets <laughs> because they had him. Yeah, in the city. Right. On he was dressed for the press conference. So hashtag for you know forever. Hashtag forever giant. Giants, yeah. Same with same with Arson Judge. We had him for thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, so good. Uh, it's very sometimes. sad when it's April when we're recording this, um, April twenty fourth, and your season's over or my season's. Oh, over. I I knew the Giants weren't going to be good this year. That's my my expectations are being met. Okay, I didn't so, have those expectations of mediocrity um, on my but team. The, oh, no, you guys are supposed to be a World Series contender. The thing that really has me bummed, though, is the A's. Yeah, I, I just heard yesterday that it was for sure, and it was announced that they're moving to the Vegas. So it's not for sure. It has not been approved by MLB. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Rob, okay, the A's have been – MLB and the A's have been trying to leave Oakland since, I don't know, the day I was born – because Oakland refuses to assist with building a new stadium and keeping the team in Oakland. They have no hashtag, money. Hashtag rooted in Oakland. No, they have money. The owner just refuses to spend it because he's a twat waffle. Oh, and guess who? This is funny. I just typed it up because I wanted to find out more about it. And it says, Raiders Mark Davis blast the A's for Oakland move. Yeah. How? Well, he's, well, he's still pissed because the A's always blocked moves to get stuff done and to renovate the Coliseum, which forced the Raiders to be like, we got well, we have to go somewhere. Twice. It was from Oakland to L.A. Back to this Oakland. This is from to when Vegas. they came back to this is the second. This is Oakland 2.0. The fact that the Raiders are mad at them, the whole Davis family is nuts. It's, but it's Mark. It's Mark Davis. You can't be surprised. He, I just gave him his last haircut. I just put a bowl on his head and <laughs> went around. <laughs> yeah, spun him around. God, that guy shouldn't be let outside. No, he really should. Well, I don't think he goes outside very often. He's pale. Well, so am I, but that doesn't mean I don't go outside. Yeah, but like if you if you wear a white shirt, there's like there's a tone difference very to where slight. you're dark <laughs> to where you're darker than the shirt. He yeah. wears it and it's a tone difference where the shirt is darker than him. And then his friends call him Casper. Yeah. So that See, has me super the agreement. So they the A's signed a binding agreement where they're going to purchase land, forty nine acre site just west of the Las Vegas for a stadium. But MLB still has to approve the relocation. Yeah. 
which will take all of about, I don't know, five seconds for every owner to be like, yeah, go. <laughs> it's only going to seat thirty to 35,000 people. And that's about right for a baseball stadium. Even Oracle Park seats, I think, I think max capacity is like 42. Okay. Well, 40. At least you're at 40 or over. Yeah. And they're right up against the water. That's going to be a hot fucking stadium to watch a baseball game in Vegas. It's going to be indoor. I think they're going to have a um, retractable, retractable roof. Yeah. yeah. So, but the Coliseum is where I saw my first game. Oh, is it? So the A's always have like a little special, special spot. In your heart? Yeah. Well, where my heart's supposed to be. I also saw a game in Oakland. I think my son was, we were pushing him around in a stroller. So Kim and I got tickets because we were in, you know, San Francisco. I got family. So we used to fly out to San Francisco every couple of years and then drive to Modesto. But when we were in San Francisco, we, the A's were in town. So, you know, we do the whole baseball stadium thing. So got our tickets. Never got out of the outfield um, concourse because yeah. we went in there, which was cool that the stadium is sunken. I always liked that kind of thing. Like Texas yeah. Stadium used to be sunken. Oakland, it's sunken. So you walk in, you're already on the concourse. And then I wanted to go walk around the whole stadium. But there were big steel gates shutting people off from getting anywhere past the foul poles because there was homeless people sleeping up against the wall in the concourse. I'm like, what the fuck? This place sucks. Boo. And it was my favorite stadium on TV next to Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a shithole, but it's our shithole. It is a shithole for sure. But it's also in Oakland, so you really can't be that surprised. Yeah, I'm not because, you know, shithole. You said shithole, right? Yes, I did. I said shithole, but it's our shithole. I said I actually right. said shithole twice. Yeah, Oakland shithole. Yeah, it was a little league day. We had to walk the oh, that's warning cool. track and do the wave to the people. Which, speaking of little league days, the uh, Hollister Little League is going to be having a little league day with the Stanford Cardinal. The whole baseball team. Yep, Stanford is hosting us for a little league day while they take on number twenty-two ranked UCLA. Wow, that's awesome! So you're going to be at their stadium, and the kids will get to. Yep, we're going to be at Sunken Diamond. We're going to have a whole big Hollister Little League section. And then after the game, the kids get to go down on the field and play catch. And what part of this will you break your leg rounding second base running with the kids? Uh, about five seconds after we get on the field. Okay, good. Please videotape that for content. Everything is content. Oh, yes. Everything is content. Although nothing has been content for me lately. Eh. I got a bunch of stuff on my phone. Here. Eh, don't want to edit it. And I had a... Uh, a customer unhappy with a product that we'll talk about on the show. Okay. All right. Um, that's my, that's, that's uh, sad, my sad, frustrating news. And then I have happy news. Okay. I've got happy news as well uh, with woodworking stuff, but um, a couple things I want to touch on before we get over there. So I was looking for a baseball team to play on this year because it's been since 2019, we finished the, uh, we lost the championship game, our team, in the 30 and over men's league, like three to two or something ridiculously low. So we went undefeated in the season. We lost the championship game. And then in 2020, some fake disease came out. Some people call it COVID. Some people call it Democratic I mean, fever. I mean, it, it's a real thing. I had it three times uh, unofficially, never, uh, never tested for it. Yes. But uh, if I look at symptomology, yeah, I had it. Like three times, I had it before it was a thing. Like when, like right yeah, when my right. daughter was born in 2019, I had COVID. Okay, 
I had original COVID. You're an OG. Patient or, zero. OC. Yeah. So. The OP. The OBP. Yeah, you know OBP, me. You know me. So I found this league. Now, a buddy of mine, Mike, who stood up at my wedding, he was my best man. I've played ball with him on a few bu- bunch of different teams. He still plays, like, on three leagues. He's insane. Plus, he plays hockey on two different leagues and all this other shit. So I asked him, hey, Mike, I'm on days. If you guys need a, a sub, let me know. So he's like, okay. And then in the meantime, I'm looking up the men's leagues, one of them in which he's in, and there's a league that has um, divisions of – 20, 25, 25 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50, 50 or 52 up to 60, 60 to 62, 62 and over. And uh, they were having a draft. So I'm like, yeah, try out in a draft. So I'm like, oh, this is, I'll go try out. I haven't tried out for a baseball team in a long time, probably 15 years. So I get all my shit and I go to this indoor tryout. It's a couple cages and then they're going to, do some fielding drills and maybe there's nowhere to hit fly balls, but they're going to, there's going to be a fly ball exercise. Who the fuck knows? So Kim goes with me because I don't know anybody for one. I need someone to throw with and warm up. And then she always helps me stretch. So I get there. The guy, you check in. So what, what age group? 52 and up. Okay. Hands me a blue number 23. I go, geez, no fucking pressure right off the bat. It's a good number. Yeah, you give me Ryan Sandberg's it's an, it's number, an, Jordan's number. It's an intimidating number, number for <laughs> someone in the Illinois area. I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs> Devin Hester, Ryan Sandberg, Michael Jordan. You just throw all the 23s, Ryan, Ryan, Robin Ventura. So you, so you better be fast. I'm like, is what you're telling me. Thanks for the, thanks for the pressure, dude. He starts laughing. So I get out there, and the first thing they ha- there's a, only six people trying out for my age group. So they have all the age groups and color-coded jerseys, of course, right? And there's a bunch of managers there from all the different leagues. So there's only six of us in my age group. One guy shouldn't be in the 13 and over league. He just can't throw, can't run, stripping over his feet. But he's trying, so I give him credit. And then, uh, so they, they split us up, and then we're going to go hit. <laughs> so he's like the kids on my uh, my son's <laughs> little league team that can't stay on their fucking feet. Yeah. So we go to hit. Now, I haven't hit a ball in three years. I went, I've gone to the cages and stuff, but. Back when I was younger, I used to switch. Not a lot of contact when I've gone there. Yeah. I used to switch hit. I've been switch hitting my whole life. The last season I played ball, I completely lost my swing from the left side, left side of the plate. I have no idea what happened. It's r- ridiculous. So I batted right-handed the whole season for the first time in like 35 years. So I thought, well, I feel pretty good, lefty. But I'm going to get in the cage, hit righty, get live bat BP. And then I'll switch halfway through however many balls are thrown us, and I'll bat lefty and then okay. So Kim's behind the tarp. First of all, when we walk in, all these old men, they go to Kim. You trying out today? She's like. Just drooling tongues out of their head. Hey, <laughs> what's the movie? Uh, you're a trip. Girl. Girl. <laughs> She's like, no. Uh, no, I'm, I'm here to just support my husband. And he goes, you know, we got a woman that plays in the league. And Kim goes, I have a, my own league I play in. I'm not trying out for this league. My league's all women, baseball. Not, okay. So she goes in, we throw. I'm trying to stretch. I'm running around. Not much room to run. So we go to bat. I get in there. I'm got guys pitching batting practice. I'm hitting right-handed. I'm hitting line drives. And I, she's behind the tarp where the balls are going towards. You know, you can't see her, but I can hear her. I hear some guy walk up to her. And I, he's like, how long when was the last time your husband played ball? She's like, I don't know, like four years ago. He goes, oh, 
And then I, I turn around to bat left-handed. And I don't hit a fucking ball. <laughs> it looks so bad. And I take my 10 misses, whatever the fuck it was. And I'm pissed. I walk out. And the guys I'm betting with, they're like, good hitting right-handed. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's happening left-handed. So then we, we get two rounds. So I go back in there to hit right-handed again. And I just hit good BP. And then I'm helping the guy pick up the balls. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck happened. Left-handed. He goes, don't hit left-handed. You're killing it right-handed. Just fucking forget the whole left-handed thing. <laughs> you give up the lefty thing. I'm like, the dream is dead. I'm like, it's been, what? For like 40 years I've been hitting left-handed. So anyways. No, no, not anymore. It's done. Yeah. It's over. So I go out of the cage. And I'm just standing there waiting until we go do fielding drills. And this old Italian guy comes walking up to me. His name's Serge. He's like, hey, Marazzo, Marazzo. How hey, Paisano. Yeah, how old are you? I'm like, uh, 57. He's like, listen, uh, I manage the Yankees of the 60-plus league, and we can have a couple younger guys. Um, do you want to play on my team? I'm like, I haven't even finished trying out yet, you know? And he's like, no, no, if you want to, if you don't think you'll get drafted or you, you don't, you'd rather play on my team, that's cool. I'd love to have you on the team. Then he calls over some guy who was throwing in the bullpen, this lefty, who was throwing pretty well. Calls him over. Guy stops throwing. As we're talking to Serge, I'm talking to Serge, this guy comes over, and he's like, hey, this is Mike Marazzo. This is another Italian guy name. He's like, another Paisan. Hey, Paisan. Hey, Paisan. Hey, Paisan. <laughs> so Serge goes, Mike wants to play on our team. And the guy's like, did you sign him yet? And, and Serge is like, no, no, not yet. And I'm just standing there like, what the fuck's going on? And then he goes, Serge goes, hey, uh, Paisan guy, um, take Mike and get get him like five more swings so he, you can he can hit for you. And the guy's like, okay, let's go. So we go to these. There's three sets of cages, right? You got the 20s, the 30s are batting, the 30s, the 40s are batting, and the 65s and plus are batting. There's no other one to throw batting practice. There's no other cages open. And he goes right to the 20s and over, and he goes, hey, get the fuck out! I got to get this guy five more swings. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. The kid's like, that's yeah, okay. It's been happening my entire life. It's fine. <laughs> so the the old Italian guy forces me into the cage. I hit like five or six more, whatever the hell it is. I come out, and then Serge is like, "So, you want you want to play?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, I see on because you have to fill out a form and what positions you play and stuff, you know." So he goes, "Do you catch?" I've, I put first, second, right, center, and third. I mean, right, center, and left, second base, and first base. I didn't put catcher on there. And he goes, we really need a backup catcher. I'm like, I can catch. <laughs> I can't throw to second base. <laughs> I can catch a ball. It's the throwing it's the throwing part, part, part that problem. it might be an issue. I can throw back to the pitcher. So he goes, oh, we'll talk about it later. So I, then I go to the fielding drills, air quotes, and they you just run out. There's a guy hitting fungos. Now, this is an AstroTurf warehouse, uh, AstroTurf in the warehouse. Okay, so maybe it's got 10, 15-foot ceilings, so you can't get, like, high balls and stuff. But they're hitting the ball on what feels like a fucking trampoline. And it's, like, fucking shooting up at you. It's, like, gaining speed. It's, like, how do you feel like that? It was re- absolutely ridiculous. I was I was going to hit the face. I mean, I said, this is the worst indoor batting ground ball session I've ever seen in my life. So we, we each get our turn when we throw. And then they do this thing because they can't hit fly balls. So you, you stand facing the guy who's got a ball in his hand. You're literally six feet from him. And then he throws the ball over your head backwards, and you've got to run backwards in a certain direction to catch the ball. So one's like straight back, 
One's to your left, one's to your right, whatever. So you do that a couple of times. Yeah, it's a drop step drill. Yeah. So we do that, and then I make an over-the-head, over-the-shoulder catch and all this other bullshit, and then it's over. So then you go, and I waved goodbye to Serge, and then I waited for someone to call me, and no one called me. So like three weeks go by, and I'm like, baseball's coming up. Do I have to buy pants and what you know what else? What do I have to do? So I go on the website and I look up the team. I'm on his roster, and it says you have to finish re- like officially registering. You register for the draft. If you get drafted, you have to fill out this form. So apparently, I got drafted by the search guy. I fill that all out, and I send an email. And I get nothing, and then I send an email to the commissioner and the guy who runs the league and said, "Listen, I did this, this, and that." No one's contacted me yet. I don't know what's going on. I need to know. So then Serge calls me. Hey, Marazzo. I'm like, what's up? Like, did I do everything right? And he goes, yeah, no, you did everything right. I was just, you know, really looking for a catcher. So this guy drafted me. I don't catch. And he goes, so, you know, we already got 18 guys, which every team has like 18 guys. And... um so I, I'm not going to be able to use you, and I really like you. Um, you know, hopefully one of these three teams will reach out to you, Zephyrs, White Sox, and some other team in the in the 60-plus league. Because I wasn't drafted by anybody in the 52s, which I found odd because I'm not like, you know, Larry Flynn from the Three Stooges out there, but whatever. It's all, it's all about who you know, man. Well, it could be. So, like, the, a week goes by, and this guy Tim calls me. <laughs> He's the manager of the Zephyrs, right? So he's like, hey, Mike, I talked to Serge, and I did this and that, and we've got 17 guys or 16 guys. And, and we've orchestrated a trade. He goes, <laughs> he's like, well, I'm talking to him. I'm at work. And he, and he, he heard the radio, you know, in, in, the, in the squad, and he goes, where are you? I said, I'm, well, I'm at work. He goes, well, what do you do? I said, I'm a police officer. And he goes, oh, where at? And I tell him, and he goes, oh, I lived, I grew up in Melrose Park. In Melrose Park. You guys arrested me like three days ago. Melrose Park, I used to hang out in all the time because I grew up in a sur- suburb called River Grove. So River Grove, Melrose Park, Franklin Park, Shiloh Park, all together. And I go, oh, no shit. I was born in Melrose Park because I was at the hospital there. And I said, I grew up in River Grove. I said, did you go to Leiden? East Leiden was our high school. And he goes, no, but, I, you know, my brother-in-law went to Leiden. And I'm like, oh, what's your, what's your brother-in-law's name? And he goes, ah, Capizio is his last name. I go, Nick Capizio is your brother-in-law. He goes, yeah. I go, tell me Kathy's your sister. He goes, yeah. I go, I stood up in their fucking wedding. He goes, so did I. I go, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, we both stood up in, the, in your sister's wedding like 35 years ago. He goes, no shit. So we start talking more, and then I talk about my buddy Mike who's been in that league, and he goes, what's your buddy Mike? I said, Mike Nigella. He goes, needles? I know. He's played on a couple of my teams. I go, of course he has. He's played on everybody's team. So we start talking some more. And then he goes, listen, man, I really want you to come out and try out on Sunday, this past Sunday. Uh, you know, it look, seems like you, you know, you know, you'd be a good fit. We know the same people, blah, blah, blah. So if you can make it Sunday, it'd be great. You can meet the guys. And then I, I have to make a decision. And, and I'm like, okay. And then I go, if I were to make the team, you know, what are your team colors? Because I've got orange and black spikes and an orange and black glove because our team colors are black and orange. He goes, oh, our colors are black and orange. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So try out. I was supposed to meet him yesterday, Sunday night, uh, for for a tryout. And then turns out I got off work late. He couldn't get anybody else to get to the team together, and he had to make a roster decision by this morning. 
because there's a guy on his team that wants to go to the 65 and over. So he just decided to put me on the team without me trying out. So he called me. I was on the phone with him before I got in touch with you about we're going to meet Thursday for the last practice. And then, he, you know, he would ask me, so, because I know you know Nick, and I sent him a picture of me and Nick when we were like, you know, 18 together at a party. And Nick's gotten big, like everyone when you get older. And he goes, I just, you got to be honest with me. Um, so, I, you know, Nick's kind of big. And me and Nick ran track together. Nick's one of the fastest guys I know. Basically, Mike, what I'm asking you is, is you a fatty? Right. And I'm like, no, dude, I, I'm not like Nick. I can still still run. I'm lean and mean, brother. Lean and mean. He goes, so if you hit a gapper, I go, oh, I'm going to third. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're not going to be huffing and puffing to get the second. No. Oh, thank no. you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on the phone with him before, you know, you called. So uh, I'm going to meet the team on Thursday. I already paid my league fees. It's like 475 bucks. But uh, we are, it comes with the uniforms and we play at two really nice fields. And uh, he sent me the schedule and I, I can make all but three games. I There's 24 games, I think, 25 games. And you have to play half to make the playoff roster. So two games, I'm out of state, two vacations. And the other three were short manpower. And I can, if I can get someone to come in early or I can switch a day with another day shift guy. And the other games, I'm there, I'm, I'm off. Or I took time due at the uh, four o'clock in the evening. I'll get there by six. So the schedule was open for me to do that kind of stuff. So I start that on the first. So I texted him yesterday. I'm like, Hey, uh, I bought two new pairs of gray pants, one pair of white pants, I bought a new bat. I got some new orange batting gloves. He starts, he calls me right away. He's laughing his ass off. He goes, this is awesome. You know, you're so excited. I'm like, yeah. He goes, man, I really hope that you're good because <laughs> just going to break my heart to tell you, you suck. <laughs> And I got two other guys that want to play on my team, and I told them no. I'm like, well, I hope so too. I, I'm not Babe Ruth, but I'm not Joe Schmo either. I can, you know. So, anyways, I got that going on, so that should be fun. As you've seen, I think I bought a motorcycle. I saw that. Yeah, a motorcycle. Got a motorcycle. Midlife, midlife crisis. No, that was my Mustang back in 2008. Okay, I'm past midlife, unless Senior I live to be 114. Senior crisis? <laughs> no, I had a bike um, in the 80s, late 80s, and uh, got my license back then and did the safety course and all that stuff. But when I got married, I sold the motorcycle because I didn't want to die and leave my wife and kids, you know, without a dad. Well, now, that now I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bye. Fuck them. <laughs> so they're all older. They can get on without me. I don't care. Uh so, yeah, last year I looked at it, and then this year I just got the itch to ride. And then I uh, started going to – I wasn't going to buy one last week, but like three weeks ago my buddy Neil and I went to go see Shazam, the new Shazam movie, and I'm like, hey, I'm right by this dealer. I'm going to go sit on some motorcycles just to get a feel of what might fit because my buddy Bill was selling his huge Harley full dresser thing that I sat on. It weighs like almost 1,000 pounds. And it's worth like fourteen grand, and I told him I'd give him eighty five hundred dollars, and he said, "Yeah, just fucking take it. I don't. I'm sick of trying to sell it. Ten, like ten thousand miles. It's absolutely gorgeous." But then I got scared because it weighs almost a thousand pounds, and I haven't ridden a motorcycle in thirty one years. So then I finally told him, "Look, man, I can't buy your bike." And he's like, "Fuck you. Okay, whatever. Go get whatever." Joking, you know. He's like, "Okay, no, I totally understand." And then uh, so I went to go sit on some Hondas and stuff, and then. I sat on a few bikes a few weeks ago, and then I'm looking at a few more. So 
last week, I'm like, oh, I'll take a ride up to this motorcycle shop. They've got Kawasaki's and Hondas and stuff. I sat on a Vulcan. I sat on an Arrow, Shadow Arrow, 750, and then a Rebel, 1100 a Rebel. I really like the Vulcan, or the uh, Arrow. It's blue and white. So it fit nice. It only weighs like 550 pounds. It's low center of gravity. Really nice. Brand new. So then I called the credit union and my insurance guy. Credit union was like a loan for the bike, brand new, like 4.5%. A loan for another Harley I was looking at, my barber's Harley, almost 9%. It was a 2011 with only 9,800 miles on it, fully loaded. Right off, there was an owner of a Harley store owned it, but the, almost twice to APR. And I'm like, okay, pretty much picks the bike for you. So I, I called the bike shop, and I'm like, I'm going to put $500 down over the phone on that bike just to hold it. And you can get your money back if you don't buy the bike. And they're like, okay. So the next day, I, I call Bill. I'm like, I'm going to go buy this bike, my buddy Bill. And he's been a rider his whole life. He's like, all right. I go, are you working? Because I might need someone to ride at home. <laughs> I, I, I'm licensed to ride it, but I would be afraid to ride at home. It's like, th- you know, 30-minute ride. He's like, I got to work. Go rent a U-Haul from a motorcycle trailer from U-Haul. I'm like, What? So I look it up. They're fifteen dollars. Jeez. So I go over it. Yeah. Oh, I I also paid eleven dollars for the insurance in case it flies oh, off the back yeah. of my truck and wrecks something. So I'm like, okay. Well, here's my other thinking. I've never towed anything. My truck's all set up to tow. I've got the towing and the plugs and the lights and the brakes and all that stuff. Never towed anything. So I go get the trailer and I'm driving there to get the bike with like you know doing the sign of the cross as I'm and I'm looking in the mirror for the, make sure the trailer hasn't wrapped itself around the front of the truck and. I was horrified, and we get there, and I haven't even ridden the bike or started the bike, so they started up for me, and I, the guy goes, where are you parked? I'm like, I'm on the side. I pulled in, and I pulled in on the left side of the building, like facing north, but I pulled in the exit because I'm not a maneuver with a trailer. So he goes, well, you can go around that way if you want, but it's really tight if you're coming back out on the other side. I'm like, all right, I'll just flip around in the back. What could happen? I drive around to the back. I don't know how to back up a trailer. There's all kinds of cars and bikes parked back there. I'm like, oh. I, I'm going back and forth, like, in the wrong direction. The guy's just standing there waiting for me, this kid, just, you know, laughing at me. And I'm like, fuck this. I put it in park. I get out. I unhook the trailer. I manually push it off to the side, <laughs> turn my truck around, back up to it. He hooks it back up for me. <laughs> now I'm facing in the right direction. <laughs> drive back out towards the front of the store. And then they uh, they put the bike on the trailer for me, but they can't they can't ratchet strap it down because then they're liable, you know. Yeah. So I had stopped. I didn't have a trailer hitch either. I had to buy one at Home Depot before I went, and the ratcheting strap. So I get all that, and they tell me this, this, and that, and then I strapped it all down. And he goes, "Eh, tighten that one up a little bit more." So got it home. Didn't crash the trailer. Didn't crash the bike. I've ridden it six miles on two different rides because I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm practicing in the parking lot. I'm watching some Russian guy on YouTube how to do turns and counterbalance and friction zone. The guy's hilarious. In Soviet Russia, yeah, bike, bike ride you. you. <laughs> so actually, I got, a, I got a class I signed up for next month at Harley to, to, take, to take the safety class, which people take before they get their license. I'm just doing it as a refresher so I can get on a small bike and practice all that shit. So I got that right, going we, on. We have some breaking news before we end this show and go to the big show. Okay, hold on. Oh, I took the news off. The... Son of a bitch. <laughs> I took the news sound off. Okay. Now with this breaking news, Brandon Silvera. Breaking news. Tucker Carlson the Fox and Fox guy? News have parted ways. And CNN has fired Don Lemon. 
I don't know Don Lemon, but will Tucker Carlson be taking his place? I doubt it. Oh, okay. I hope so, because that would be he'd be a traitor. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it would be. All right, let's go to the main show. Wait, that's breaking doing news? This for, yeah, that's kind of came through on my phone. All right, I got other stuff we can talk about in the main show. Not just motorcycles okay. and okay. baseball. This is not going to be a two-hour show. Uh, well, not anymore, because we split it in half. The next one might be a two-hour show. This one won't be. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to episode 62 pre-show brought to you by surfprepsanding.com. Right there. That's Hashtag better. Team Finally Surf did Pro. it. Nice. Join us on the regular show just by waiting another day. See you tomorrow. Okay, bye.